Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Why do I feel like other podcasts like have a way that they start? Like I'm Eliza and I'm Emily and you're listening to like, you know what you clicked on. It's not like a radio. I think it's leftover from radio days where you're tuning around. They're like, just so you remember, these are the call letters. You can only hear oldies here. We're back with, it's like, yeah, nobody clicked off. No, you're here. We're We're all so used to this old model. I also don't know that I like a podcast where like they come in on us laughing. Sorry, we didn't realize we were recording. We were just laughing at this picture of Emily's brother getting nailed in the dick. You don't have a brother. You have a I twin don't have a brother. Does not have a penis. Nope. But this is the show. Getting a lot of great questions lately and uh and just really enjoying it. You know, we had a couple special guests, but we're back with the concentrated purity that is the Emily and Eliza relationship. The relationship all feminists strive for. This is apex <laughs> feminism. No holds barred. What does that Scott, sound? Put a, it was Scott. Wait, I put a, a blow up. A blow up. Okay. You know when Scott puts sounds in, he's like creating them. Like a Foley artist? Like, like when he did on the pineapple? America sound, like he pulled out his electric guitar, like plugged it into an amp loves and it. played it. Scott loves an excuse. This is a tasty lick. <laughs> On NPR, I don't remember what show it is because they a lot of them have like a similar tone. It'll be like, you're listening to, like, I don't know if it's All Things Considered or like, it's not called Air Supply, Air Supply. but it'll just be like, boom, 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 boom. you're listening to NPR. And I'm like, who's the session musician that was brought in to do a couple of like interstitial tasty licks? Like, and now in defense of the beluga whale, boom, 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 boom. <laughs> is your kitchen trying to kill you? Um, <laughs> Maybe this should be your job. My uh, stepfather-in-law is a Grammy award-winning bassist. We should ask him to sit in and just... Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> or just sure, get a walrus. Dream. Boom, boom, boom. I mean, I don't know. I'm pretty famous. <laughs> Tasty questions. I'm ready for round one. You ready? Okay, so we have a follow-up, which is... Remember we had an Australian... Yeah, who had, who had the job that I thought was at an animal at the zoo, but it wasn't. Uh, did you think I'll she do peak performance, zoo? and my colleague says she's peak performer, but she's not. Yeah, it's the person who works with the compulsive liar. Yes. Okay. Your Ricardo. So, and th- would say, like, she's given her work the approval, but she hadn't. Like, it just was all very— So we have an update. Hey, Liza and Co., thanks for answering my question. I know what I actually do wasn't very clear, but I work in intelligence. Can't really say more than that. Oh, it's a need to know. Kill you if you need to know. You. But what we do has real world implications, hence why this girl's behavior is so Wait, dangerous. Implications or impact? Implications. Like whatever That's- they do is trickling out. Real world implications? Like it could, like what she know, does could one, affect it could, you. one could infer that the implying of it could affect. Yeah. So. <laughs> Uh, we absolutely do have an HR department here. I've is she, started- wait, is she threatening us? No, <laughs> she's giving us an update because you thought just it was so like a know, zoo. I have a gun. Just, no. let know. just let you know. Look, she started stuff with HR. So basically she has another 12 months because of how the, you get put on an official performance management plan for 12 months, which sounds great. Like imagine if at my job, I could just be like, I didn't do a good job, but you have to keep me here for 12 months I could see and it. see if I improve. That feels very American. Like, well, we don't want to get sued, so we'll just but, do this till you die. 
So I so also- let's go first. This person says, I also came back to work this week to find multiple complaints about her on my desk from other managers and members of my team. She went behind a manager's back and submitted work once again while lying and saying that another manager had already signed off on it. I'm frustrated. We have to give her another 12 months to show improvement, but I'm glad at least senior management and HR knows about it and hopefully we'll be keeping a close eye on her behavior. Hope you get to come back to Australia again one day. P.S. Regarding feminism, Google the Australian Parliament assault allegations to catch up on what's been happening here this because is... our feminism is definitely not 20 years behind. Okay, cool. Cool update. So update. You like an update. I like an Intelligence update. Intelligence was not, not what I expected. That's not an update. An update isn't, just so you know, it's still as bad as it was and we're all just sitting ducks. No. Okay, cool. Cool I kickoff, Emily. I liked that update. You're supposed to get it going. I am going to give a flaccid update. Do you want a question you're going to be mad about? Question. If you were cast as Romy in a tasteful and enjoyed by all type remake of Romy and Michelle's high school reunion, who would you cast as Michelle? Love the pod and hot Scotty number one. Eddie Murphy and play both parts. Next question. You wouldn't cast me? You can't act. You don't know. I do know. You You would have shown signs. (laughs) Not biting my I've had you run lines with me. I Sometimes I do a pretty good job. Nope. Yeah, I do. Why do you think I never book anything? (laughs) (laughs) That's the problem. (laughs) Alice Kerr asks, I have a question for Eliza and Emily. Next time it's just you two. Mm, She just (laughs) was like, P.S. Please don't ask your mom. No, it just is. It was very rough advice. Related to us. Okay, I'm ready. Have either of you watched the Netflix show, The One? The concept is there is a perfect match for everyone based on DNA. If it was real, would you be tempted to find your perfect match and meet them? That's interesting. I mean, I'm already married. That's a real kick in but the dick. But how do you feel about like, like, so there's this movie I love called Timer where people have timers in their arms that count down. Like you get one installed and like one Until girl- you meet your person. Right. So like you could get it installed there like tomorrow or it could be like when you're 80 and you're just like 20, like, oh. That's great. Cause you're like, oh, I can fuck around. <laughs> but no one else wants to cause they're waiting on their little timers. I would fuck around so hard. I'd be like, this means nothing. Do you think DNA could tell you anything about a match? I feel like not really. I mean, it could definitely tell you who you're related to. And if we're going by like royal courts, it's like, oh, your cousins, you're a match. Right. You're perfect. DNA each other. meaning like I have the cancer gene and he doesn't. Like, no, I think just that that in some way they would look at your DNA and decide that you are compatible based no, on No, because factors. DNA does not account for personality. And the, then if you're talking nature yeah. versus nurture, then that means nurture is completely out of it. Mm-hmm. And no, that's a t- that is science taking over in a very weird forced marriage way. Mm-hmm. No, I don't want that. I believe in nuance, shared experiences. Otherwise, you're talking about like classism in a weird way. Mm. So that just, you know, I don't know. How do you feel about like a professional matchmaker? I do, I, I came up with a very hard opinion on that very quickly. Professional <laughs> matchmaker, that's great. Some people really need an outsider opinion or they're really busy and they don't have time to go to bars. I don't, I think sometimes too, like a lot of people are like, oh, it was an arranged marriage, but it worked. Like sometimes mm-hmm. people know, not so much know better than you, but uh, have some perspective. Yeah. Like my mom has met plenty of boyfriends where she's like, this isn't the guy, but she's still nice, but she knows it. <laughs> Half of you guys write in, I'm like, this isn't the guy for you. Oh, Nobody yeah. wants to hear it too, especially young girls. They're so indignant. Like, but we just really care. Yeah. I'm like, okay, cool. Nice nail art tutorial. Kick it. <laughs> Okay, this is exciting because this is a zookeeper. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It happened to me. I didn't think it would, but it happened to me. I had a nasty bout of postpartum depression. Now, there's nothing to be ashamed about in talking about what you're dealing with, and there's nothing to be ashamed about in talking about it with someone. I definitely saw a therapist these last couple weeks because, you know, I spend my time giving advice to others, but I could use a little advice myself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. I'll tell you what, when you're already stressed or anxious, the last thing you want to do is battle traffic and sit in a waiting room and get your parking validated. I'm sorry, is that just an LA thing? You don't need to add all that. You can just sit in the comfort of your own home or a chair you like outside and you can talk to someone from BetterHelp. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists at any time, no additional charge, and it doesn't hurt their feelings. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Eliza today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Eliza. I'm busy. 
And this time of year gets even busier. I've had my baby, I'm back to work, I'm at meetings, I'm on tour, I'm running around, and I don't always have time to sit down for a meal with my family. Sometimes I get home from set so late and I just need to eat something nutritious and go to bed. And that's why I like Factors fresh, never frozen meals because they're dietitian approved and they're ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy I am, and I'm busy, I always have time to get a nutritious, great tasting meal. Factor has over 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. So I never get bored. I'm trying to do less meat in general and they have wonderful vegan and veggie options. I just made a vegan mushroom marsala and I made an onion risotto. Just because you're eating vegetarian doesn't mean you can't eat deliciously. It had roasted garlic green beans. It was scrumptious. Head to factormeals.com slash Eliza50 and use code Eliza50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Eliza50 at factormeals.com slash Eliza50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Well, it's finally happening. The weather is finally getting warmer. So it's time to say goodbye to the jackets and cozy sweaters we've been hibernating in all winter. And it's time to say hello, bonjour, to shorts and t-shirts. And if you've been wanting to update your wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, Quince is for you. I talk about Quince a lot because I really believe in a sustainable capsule wardrobe. And there's no reason you can't have a sustainable, timeless wardrobe for every season. And Quince has got you covered with premium linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30, washable, silk tops, hello. And the best part is all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Dressing well shouldn't break the bank. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. Look well. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash Eliza for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Eliza to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Eliza. Hello, pod gang. I have a long one for you, but bear with me because I'll provide a lot of detail. I've been a zookeeper for two and a half years now. I am 25. That's it? Female. Okay. That's okay. That's good. So I got out of college. I didn't know she was 25 before I judge her. I found out after the intern in my department also applied for the job, but I was selected over her. She is 24 female. She continued her internship after I was hired. She is fiercely competitive, and I am very passive. While she and I became friends, there was always this competition that made me very uncomfortable. She was constantly trying to outshine me in any way and look for my faults. I'm very hard on myself, so do I, I do not take competition well. To me, it felt like she was constantly trying to find my cracks and break me. This is not just from the job standpoint. I also became very close with my boss, 28 female. Wow, it's an all-female zoo of only female animals. (laughs) Because we are very similar. The intern did not like this and clearly felt very threatened. She then was hired into a seasonal position and worked full-time over the summer. Okay. When the season ended- It turned out she was just six Marmadukes in a coat. (laughs) She was permitted to stay with very few hours and in other departments. This girl threw a tantrum about her hours, accusing my boss of hanging her off to other departments when she was the only one fighting for her to stay on the payroll. My boss suggested she find temporary work for the winter until she could pick up her seasonal spot again. Example: the animals were hibernating? Waitressing, and her response was that waitressing was beneath her. Fast forward. She now works at Hooters and loves it for the attention she receives. It's a real twist. Okay. (laughs) She makes risque TikToks and has gained quite a following. Okay. When asked about the summer position this year, she- Did she include a handle? No. Oh, come on. This person has a handle. Hold on. No, I want to see the TikTokers. When asked about- I'll show you her. See those knockers on TikTokers. When asked about the summer position this year, she decided she would rather stay on her two days in the other department so she can keep working at Hooters. She says she's become used to making good money. I understand that zookeeping does not pay well, but this is a highly competitive field. Many people will die to have her opportunity. She's given that up for gross superficial attention. She is the definition of a pick-me girl. Emily, you may need to give Eliza a definition, LOL. No, you know, like people who are like, it's my birthday. Like people, people who are just like, ah. like attention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I definitely you know. could surmise as much <laughs> from the title, but thank you <laughs> for that tutorial. So does being upset about this make me a bad feminist? I totally support yes. girls who are confident in themselves and no, then choose don't. to work at Hooters. Not true. But I know that this Nothing girl about is this holding all her self-worth in the attention she's matter. getting. And it's so annoying. No. It proves she never cared about the animals, only Not that true. this job made her look cool. Not I true. just can't 
bring myself to support someone who's trying to tear me down every chance she could find. You don't have to. And I have to be honest. Yes. The zookeeping okay. community loves you. We have a Facebook group and we talked about your visit to the Aquarium of the Pacific. Now, this was pre you just going there again. This was your last visit. I will show you screenshots when I see you live this summer. Fingers crossed. Love you. Okay. So here's a picture of the two of them. And okay, our I already have my on opinion. the right and her girl, because she says, and I'll cut this too. Here's a picture of the two of us to prove I'm not just very ugly and bitter. Oh my God. So, that's funny. Don't cut okay. that. That's funny. <laughs> so she, our girl's on the right. Hooters is on the left. You guys look very similar. <laughs> you don't both have ever brown. say that to someone. They don't like that. Well, you're both cute girls. It's not like, you know, like whatever. So you got the gray cockatiel. She got the green But one. But she sh- she's like, I'm not, it's not that our girl I, I get is not she's, jealous of Hooters. Right. So it's actually even more layered than that. Yeah. Look. Oh, her TikToks are all in her Hooters uniform is a detail that was just added. Look, you are getting mad. It's like chicken and egg. Like what was there first? Women's desire to show off their bodies or the reward for doing so? I cannot fault this girl for wanting to make a living and using what society has told her that she has. Even if she's a prostitute, like this is totally fine. Whether she's a sex worker or just a sexy tick, you're not going to get taken seriously at a board meeting at Bank of America, but this is a different gig economy. Everybody's doing what they need to do. She's making more money. It really doesn't matter. You are a full-time zookeeper, a full-time position. You have your own goals. You have your own stuff going on. Let her have her two days. It doesn't matter that some people, it's not like you're the head of the department Mm -hmm. and you're being forced to keep her on and you have all these bright upcoming zookeepers and she's wasting it. It doesn't matter. Yeah. You're saying all these people would love this position and you're wasting it. But what it comes down to is she rattled you. She rattled your cage and you are angry about that. So I think you should take, and by the way, I love that you guys are fans. I love that we all support animals, but I'm just telling you because none of your friends will say this. Take a look at really what bothered you. Like really talk it out. And this whole thing, like she's an extrovert and I'm an introvert or she needs this and I don't. She's probably deeply very insecure. Mm -hmm. Most people who act that way are, or they just like attention, but- She's not actively coming after you. She was. She was, but now she's not. And she's is probably the kind of person that has this type of behavior wherever she goes and you weathered that storm. And it pro- sadly, it's not personal. It sounds like this is just kind of her MO. Yeah. You need to, and I always say this, treat her like the nuisance child that she is and just give her no oxygen. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if she works there all the time, one day a week, you've got your own thing going on. And the fact that she works, it's not about being a bad feminist. It's just like, what are you really shaming her for? Like, what are you really, you're not upset that she works at Hooters. You may not respect it as much, but it's interesting that in this, you were like, she didn't want to be a, a waitress because she thinks it's beneath her. That would I, I get, I get. But I get. now you're like, and she works at Hooters. And I'm like, so are, are I, you saying the tone is, no, but I'm right here. The tone is like, and now she works at Hooters. Can you believe it? It's like, but you are judging Hooters. No, I don't think it's a judgment of Hooters so much as it's yes, like, it she was saying like, oh, I'm too good to be a waitress. And now she is waitressing. I would be like, okay, no, that would drive because me because within that same breath, she also mentioned the risque TikTok. So you are quasi vilifying her for like sort of owning her own sexuality. I'm not saying you're a bad feminist. I'm, I'm not. That's not for me to say. Mm. I am saying though that you are, you know, she judged waitressing and now you're kind of judging the way that she chooses to make money. She's not hurting anyone. If she's trying to hurt you, that's a different story. But you won. You have the job. Yeah. You have the boss. And this is just like welcome to life. There are going to be people who are assholes, who are monsters. And you just, it's all about your response. This girl yeah. will not have mattered in a year. No, so but, I doubt she'll still be working at the zoo. But, she'll be making bank on OnlyFans. She needs tr- to get involved over there. It makes some real money. The truth is the umbrage that you took should really stop at, you know, she made work difficult and she was a pain in the ass. And was hypocritical. Yes. What she does now, the hours, none of that matters. Mm-hmm. You know, is she a good cockatiel groomer? I don't know. Mm. Yeah. People do that. This is like an MO for people. Like they find a job, they latch on, they make it like it's everything and then they find something else. And she'll probably drift through life like this until she figures out her passion for real estate or something. So it's, uh, I would just focus on the right things. And then what you'll realize is she's kind of powerless and it doesn't matter if she poses naked for a living. Like she's figuring it out Mm -hmm. as all 20 something girls are. And that's okay. As long as she doesn't put those birds in her TikTok. Okay. What? Don't look at me, ever. (laughs) But yes, 
Not only did I go to the aquarium, we are friends with Peter Kareva, who is the king, the CEO, <laughs> the czar of the Aquarium of the Pacific. I gave a commencement speech to the UCLA's Institute of Environment and Sustainability. Peter came on the show. For their graduation. Peter was a guest on the show. So we went so Noah could talk with him. And I also did their virtual blue whale gala, which by the time this airs, you should be able to, I think you can buy tickets. Buy tickets at aop.com.ocean. Aop.org. Aop.org. Um, because it's not like a zoo where it's like, oh, these animals, these animals, they do a lot of restoration, sustainability, research. Um, what's that one word that always eludes me? Conservation Mm -hmm. efforts, Uh, a lot of research about these animals. These are not animals that were plucked from their homes. In a lot of cases, Mm -hmm. they're surrendered or were raised there from the beginning. So it's needed help. Yeah. This is all to help sustain our oceans. This is your, uh, aquarium, Southern California. So- Donate, come watch me. I get to yeah, walk for the, the for the first time because usually it's an in person gala, but because of everything going on, it's virtual. So they have fifty dollars tickets, which are you know it's a donation, and it, instead of like you having to buy like a table, it's just a ticket to watch. You get access to my OnlyFans, my aquatic Not OnlyFans only account. Fans, although you had a good time with those. Animals. Great time. I wasn't thrilled. The, the shot list, I had to get in the shark tank first. So I'm just like rinsing off with like community soap at the aquarium and then like hoping my hair looks okay, which it probably doesn't. It never looks great. Fern was a delight. Fern was the a shark. Zebra shark. Charter animal there. So yeah, Aquarium Pacific, very cool. And you can watch this. Oh, that should be my top of the cob. <laughs> okay. I'm going to have two tops of the cob. All right. One has to do with you. Oh boy. At the aquarium. Yeah. All right. <laughs> okay. Hi, Liza and Emily. I have a long situation, but I'll try to keep it short as I can. My best friend is a known drama queen. She loves being in drama constantly and being with toxic guys, so she's always doing crazy shit. Contacting their exes, stalking their Instagram followers to see whose pictures they like, Mm. et cetera. And I'm not that person. Okay. I've gone through a lot of therapy to get out of those habits and form better relationships with men, but she's so boy crazy and toxic, which doesn't bother me. It's her choice until she gets me involved in the middle of her drama. Recently, I got her somehow to come to the gym with me. And when she saw the hot manager, I immediately asked her nicely to not sleep with him because I know she'll make it hell and the gym is my therapy safe place and I don't want that negative energy. She slept with him anyway. (laughs) At the gym? (laughs) Like on the leg press? We've been planning a trip to Hawaii, which I was originally going to go by myself because I'm fully vaccinated, which she turned into a girl's trip, which then turned into her birthday trip because everything is about her. One night, I was at her house, and we got into a fight because she told me she invited the gym manager on our girls' trip to Hawaii. I've told her so many times I don't like him because she caught him cheating on her, but of course she's dumb and went back to him. I immediately said, that's fine, invite him, but I'm not going anymore. I made a boundary, and I'm sticking to it. She's been fighting with me for three days because according to her, doing that was immature. I'm being a brat and she won't have anyone telling her what she can and cannot do. She kept telling me that I'm not allowed to feel uncomfortable because I'm not sleeping with him. So what does it matter? Her personal life shouldn't affect me because I'm not involved, et cetera. Yet she always pulls me into her drama. I know your usual advice, toxic best friend, cut her off, move on. (laughs) And I have because therapy has helped me so much with setting boundaries, sticking to them and not apologizing or caving into someone when they try to break that boundary. My friend hasn't talked to me in a day because I won't give in and let her have her way as she's used to, which I don't care about, but I need advice on what to do when she reaches out again because I know she will. I'm sorry. I'm Okay. Pr- one more. There's no way there's more info. I'm pretty much her only friend because I'm the only person that tolerated her bullshit and drama, so I know she'll text me saying a half-ass sorry and let's move on from this. How do I tell her I will not be friends with her again until she goes to therapy and starts working on all her issues because this situation does not fly with me? She's already said I'm too much of a bitch and need to chill, so I don't know how to tell her this without starting another fight. We're both 23, by the way, and her boyfriend, in quotes, is 28. Um, Question. Is it a girl's trip or is it the two of you and this gym manager? Yeah. So look, she's not, look, as you get older, you really start to understand the value and the necessity for like, oh, this is just girl time. Even if you're boy crazy, like this is, it's like, it's a safety thing. It's a quality thing. And there are things that, um, women talk about when men aren't around, Mm -hmm. um, I tried to have, I incur, what? Do you know what I'm going to say? Be careful about your phrasing. I'm not going to say anything. Okay. I'm just saying there are people who come after the sanctity of an encouraged female-only audience. Men's rights there activists get very mad and you end up in a lawsuit. Bullshit. 
Anywho. It creates a very different space. You, The way you speak to your girl best friends, the way that women talk, it, 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 even if you're like down with all dudes, like it changes when there's a guy there. There are things you're going to say about your menstrual cycle <laughs> to your best friend that you're not going to share with this dude. Okay? Doesn't matter how open you are. So he's changing the pH balance of that trip. Now, are there a lot of girls going? Because the truth is she'll go, she'll fight with him and she'll do her own thing and you'll never see her. The other side is you bring her. She's, it's kind of like you want to brace yourself or she's going to be a nightmare either way. She's going to be, and and I get it. At 23, of course you want to meet hot dudes and fuck around and get drunk. Like that is the MO and that is okay. It's, you know, you're both okay to be doing what you're doing and you're both okay to not be okay with the other one. You're not on the same wavelength. She's called you some mean names. She ruined the trip. She's making it her own so she can go. And you can just say to her like, this doesn't work for me. You're not nice to me. You say that to her, but like, you're not nice to me. You said some really hurtful things. And I think you showed me how you feel about our relationship. I'm not your punching bag. And I'm not there to just be a shock absorber for your fallout when you have a fight with this guy. Like, mm-hmm. and you can say to her, like, I'm not some ugly girl loser. I'm, it's true. Cause that's how she's treating you. She's treating you like the ugly best friend. And that's not who you are. I imagine. I don't know what you look like. It, ugliness is all in how you carry yourself, so. Yeah, so this girl was going on to Hawaii by herself, and then the friend was like, I want to come. And she's like, okay, way- us too. And then the friend was like, okay, birthday, girls, my friends. So it's like, it seems like everyone there isn't even friends with our question asker. It sounds like a nightmare of a trip anyway, and it's good you're getting out of it. By the way, you can still go to Hawaii alone. Do not share that itinerary. Mm-hmm. Change the hotel. Nobody, mm-hmm. most people, most people, she doesn't sound like the kind of person like really leaves the hotel property. You can still go by yourself. And if you're really going to go by yourself, then that's great. Very empowering. A little dangerous, but okay. Good for you. Um, I And I know you're like, I already know your advice, whatever. But this person exhausts you. They don't value. And they're saying mean things. So there's really, like, what are you actually holding on to? If you weren't scared, what would you say? Mm-hmm. Think, and she's already said horrible things. Like, there's no real fallout. She's not going to hurt you. You're not going to lose your home or your life. You're just going to have an uncomfortable conversation. But if you want to talk about boundaries and like therapy, like this is part of that growth is saying like, this is how I feel. And I'm not worried about what you're going to say back. Mm-hmm. You said really horrible things to me. You showed me your true colors. I don't want to do this. Mm-hmm. Just, she's just as emboldened to be like, here's what I want and say horrible things. So why can't you serve it right back? Yeah. People are usually stunned when you do that back. They usually back down. Yeah. But moreover, the bottom line is like, you don't want to be on a trip with that fucking loser dude. No. I don't want to. The manager from your gym who cheated on her. I think about friends that I love and they're like, oh, can I bring my significant other? And I'm like, no, not even to drinks. I don't care about your fucking girlfriend or your dumb husband. Like I invited you. I love my husband and I don't, I'm not like, can he come? He's okay, everybody's with me. husband. But it, at 23, I get it. You're just like up for fucking. So it's either she fucks him or fucks some dude she meets in the lobby of the Marriott. Your choice, <laughs> mahalo. Eliza, I was hoping you could help me. I'm 23 years old, going to school to be a kindergarten teacher. Just moved into an apartment and have never been in a serious relationship. Every day I go to kindergarten. I have gone out with two guys, but more because they were nice and I didn't want to be a bitch. And it was at the same time. In any case, I just did not find myself attracted to them at all. I am unable to really flirt with guys I find attractive because they're usually always taken. Or if I meet a stranger, I assume they are. I've tried dating apps, but the people on those only want one thing, and I feel that I need to be emotionally as much as physically invested in someone before things get to that stage. Engaging. Although I am considering just forgoing that idea, especially since it has landed me as much less experienced than my peers if you get my drift. I'm starting to think- No, I need you to go into detail. <laughs> so I think that if I allow physical things to happen, maybe real relationships Oof. would follow. No! How old are you, 23? Listen. Okay. Can I show you a picture of this person's cat named Pepper? It's a baby. Get out of here. Look. I have no use. You know, I'm going to say it to you and everyone, including friends who send me pictures of their cats. I have no use for it. I said it. I said it. What am I going to do with that? Striped cat. Striped cat nobody. It's a baby. Look at that body. Look at that little kitten body. Very special. Now get out of my face. Okay, so now I'm answer Listen to question. me. You don't have to do any of that. You know what my husband calls me? Secret prude. 
because there's a lot of stuff I won't do and I'm very weird about a lot of stuff. But like I've, you know, had sex with a normal amount of guys. I've had tons of boyfriends. I've never felt like, oh man, I just need to hurry up and ram it in. So that way I can know what it feels like to do anal. Like you don't need to adjust your comfort for anyone. A guy who likes you will like you at whatever sexual level he finds you at, okay? That's, I promise you that's all there is to it. There, I have definitely dated guys who have slept with way more girls than me and they've never been like, come on, you're not fucking me fast enough. <sighs> He's gonna like you for you. And anybody who wants something beyond that, like that's not your person. Your mm. person is the person who wants you to feel comfortable. You are a young woman. And so you are very used to the idea that like your comfort can kind of come second. You even said you went out with these guys because you didn't want to be a bitch. Erase that word from your vocabulary. What? If anything, they're going to think you're a bitch because you oh, I bought you these cheese fries. Now, where's my HJ? <laughs> and you're young and I get it. And nobody wants, look, the guy- the fact that a, a woman will walk by a guy and he'll be like, what's up, babe? And you're like, fuck off. And they're like, well, you're a bitch. The fact that they can turn that fast should tell you something about perception. So you, do, you don't have to be a bitch. You can be like, sorry, not interested. Or just ghost him. It's a fucking dating app. Who cares? Okay? I know people are super anti that. That's the one place where it's okay. Not if you like talk every day for like six months. That's a little weird. But it's just feeling someone out. By the way... I remember when I was on dating apps, you know, someone seems cute. So then you're chatting, chatting, you look them up and then you're like, oh, those are really good angles and you're actually quite hideous. And then you can just ghost, okay? So it's about your comfort level. You matter too. Mm -hmm. That's it. Mm -hmm. That's it. Hurry up and get what? A bad sexual experience over with so that you never want to give a blowjob again? Like why rush something that's supposed to be fun for everyone? Blowjob not fun, but you know, why rush that? And what yeah. else is it? Have you just not had sex? That's okay. That's totally okay. You want it to be with someone meaningful or special or at least someone that you're really attracted to. And right now you're not ticking any box. You're like, I think he's an absolute bridge troll, but I guess I'd better let him do me. And we're like, we're in a pandemic, been in a pandemic yes. for a year. Also <laughs> this thing where like 23 year old girls are like, I've tried all the apps. Like have a try living a little bit more. Give it a beat, but don't forego your own comfort for speed and for especially not for their comfort. He's yeah. a guy. He'll adjust. Oh, I've got blue balls. Fucking cares. I'm bored. That's even worse. You're always bored. I think it's a sign of depression. <laughs> Kick it! <laughs> when you ask someone what language they took in school, usually it's like with an eye roll. They're like, mm, French. It's like, do you speak French? No, I don't use it. I feel like a lot of us had difficulties learning a language in school. Rosetta Stone is here to change that. It's available on desktop and it can be used as an app on your phone or your tablet. Rosetta Stone are trusted experts for more than 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages offered. Rosetta Stone immerses you in many ways with an intuitive process and you can pick up any language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Plus, with Rosetta Stone's true accent feature, you'll get feedback on how well you're pronouncing words. That's right. You might even fool some locals into thinking you're one of them. It's like having a personal trainer for your accent. I headed to Mexico City for a little vacation, and I used Rosetta Stone to brush up on my Spanish. Just a few things, a few verbs that I knew I had forgotten, and I was better. Mejor. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Ask Eliza Anything listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash Eliza. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash Eliza today. I do think there's something to be said for ordering something of quality and every once in a while getting a nice package in the mail with a product that you're going to own for a long time. Let me tell you about Bolin Branch's signature sheets because they're the perfect way to start upgrading your sleep, your room, the look of your room because they're designed to feel incredible for all sleepers. They are made with the finest 100% organic cotton. These sheets feel buttery soft yet super breathable and they're perfect for warmer summer months ahead. We have a house that we go to in the summer and I got all Bolin Branch sheets for the beds because we're having a lot of guests this year and I want them to feel like they're at a nice bed and breakfast that they didn't have to pay for. Bolin Branch sheets are free from toxins like synthetic pesticides, formaldehyde. I bet you didn't know that was in your sheets. And their signature sheets come in 14 versatile colors and they come in sizes from twin all the way up to California King. 
And Bolin Branch has a 30-night worry-free guarantee, which means you can wash, style, and sleep in their sheets for an entire month. And if you don't love them for any reason, you can send them right back with free returns on all U.S. orders. Sleep better with the softest, most breathable bedding from Bolin Branch. Go to bolinbranch.com slash Eliza for 15% off your first sheet set, plus free shipping. That's Bolin Branch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D, branch.com slash Eliza for 15% off. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hello, Liza, Emily, and your two beloved fur kids. I'm writing in, this time with a work question. I found out last week that my timeline for my department to return in person to work after a year plus of working from home has been moved up from end of June to mid-April. I struggle with social anxiety and selfishly have been dreading this day. In addition, I was invited, and then in quotes, voluntold, to a meeting. Voluntold, I love that. To a meeting next week with some higher-ups to discuss the first phase of a new project that I will be a part of. I confess I'm very nervous and a little intimidated about the meeting and this sooner-than-planned re-entry. Now, this has already happened, but I think this is going to be happening to a lot of people. Yeah, get in there. My question is, do you have any advice or tips on how to cope with the nerves and how to hold my own in a space I haven't been in for so long when I feel like I'm severely lacking in confidence? Thank you for your help. Love the pot so much. Yeah. Everybody feels the way that you're feeling. Nobody knows something that you don't know. All you can do is go. I feel that way. I don't, everybody gets a degree of social anxiety. I have felt that way about almost every like award show party red carpet. I always think I'm going to go, they're not going to let me on the carpet. Nobody's going to let me have a chair. Nobody's going to know who I am. And I, every event, every, everything, I'm always like, oh my God, I'm not famous enough. It's not even about being famous, but like you go, you meet new people, people surprise you. I've never regretted attending an event, a meeting, whatever. People are not as bad as we give them credit for. People are not as scary. We're all there to do a job. You don't have to run the meeting. You're just there to talk. It's really not a big deal. You're fine. And if anything, I think it's a gift that it's been moved up because it's even less time to dread it. Uh, I would suggest going to the gym to kind of get some of the heebie-jeebies out and just go. Show up early. Get comfortable with the space. But it's there's nothing to be afraid of. Everybody's nervous. Everybody's feeling weird. Yeah, you could even sorry. share that. You've already gone back, but this will help other people. Yeah, just like, you're fine. No one's going to be like, surprise, we got her. Oh, don't you feel weird? You look weird. Like, you're all there to do a job. <laughs> it's not like you're going to like a high school reunion where you like hit someone with your car and it's like, how are they going to treat me? I don't know. I get, it's like whenever I go anywhere that I haven't been before, I need to go look at the Yelp and like look up the parking situation. That's what I know. Because I'm like, I want to know, like you want to be, I get you, like you want as much information as possible. Look, I've been performing at the comedy store for almost 15 years and I have performed for thousands of people at a time in big theaters. And I always get like the tiniest bug of anxiety. If I know my spots at like 930 at the store, from that, the morning, I'm just like, I got to go to the store. What's going to happen? So, and then you go and it's fine. And then the next day you're like, I got to go back to the comedy store. What's going to happen? It's just, don't give it that power. Be like, shut up, anxiety. Who have you ever helped? No one. That's the answer. You're fine. Yeah. Talk it out. Be like, what's, what's the worst that could happen? The whole you building. You fall out of your chair. <laughs> the whole building crumbles. Yeah, well, that was going to happen anyway. <laughs> I can't, can't. Hey, Liza, I have a serious question that needs addressing. Let me set the scene. Me, 36, Australian superstar in my own living room Wait. and like totally hot. Okay. Married to man, 35, South African Ooh. superstar, but probably Ooh. just in the privacy of our 2010 Ford Kuga, we are locked in battle. I feel like we have spent the equivalent of a house deposit on good quality linen, not just because we love to waste money, but because he's dissatisfied with everything. He's constantly complaining the duvet doesn't fit the covers and everything ends up on my side of the bed. I've increased the size of our bedding by two sizes to make sure there's plenty of duvet to go around, only to find it's the way this monster sleeps that's causing the problem. Oh. It's too late to return him because we voided the warranty by shipping him to the Southern Hemisphere, but I can't live with the constant suggestion that my beautiful linen should be tossed out so we can start again. Desperate Seeing your guidance, do I keep the linens or the monster? Love to you, baby. I'm Snow Beach Blanche Hoscotti. We'd love to see you in NZ if you ever get the chance. I would Sarah. love to, to go there as well. I just wish that they paid a little bit more. Listen, <laughs> I think it's simple. Two duvet situation. It's a yeah. two duvet solution. Two separate sheets. You each get your own duvet. Yeah. Let him have bad ones. From, Is it he can so pick American that I always do the impression the of the accent. accent? I can't help it. Uh, you each get your own duvet. And you know what? 
He can pick his out and it goes under the nice one. That way nobody sees it. Nobody's coming over anyway. Nobody should be in your bedroom anyway, but it goes under that way he has his own. Yeah. That's it. Also, bedroom is the girl territory. You get to decide how many pillows. I picked out everything. My husband was just like, okay, it sounds good. So, two duvet solution. It's a two duvet system. Yeah, hook them up with a Buffy. You keep whatever you got. Buffy.co, the softest, most eco-friendly comforter in either hemisphere. I actually don't know if it ships to New Zealand. Okay, you come here, you get one. (laughs) Okay. Anonymous, my husband's best friend, practically brother, got married a couple years ago and his wife has been a source of constant drama in our friend group. My husband's best friend's brother. No. What? My husband's best friend, my husband's practically best friend. brother, okay. got married a couple years ago and his wife has been a source of constant drama in our friend group. There's a lot of women on women anger in this podcast. A lot of women with like, here's <laughs> a woman what that I, I came c- back to you with. I kind of know that today's episode is uh, girl on girl. I feel like we've done a girl on girl. I don't know that we have. Fully live. (laughs) Partially live, fully nude. Oh, no. Oh, no. She's always causing hate when we all get together, saying things like, we bully her and we never include her. We have a group of about five couples who hang out semi-regularly, and three of the couples, my husband and I included, hang out practically every weekend, which tends to make us closer than the other two couples. There have been many fights with the problem couple and things have gotten heated. I've chosen to just take myself out of the toxic relationship. However, my husband still has a relationship with his best friend. How do I support my husband in his relationship with his friend, but also stay away from them? It's a constant flow of drama when they're around. I don't understand why I, oh God. Can you imagine as an adult being like, you guys are excluding me. And then what's worse (laughs) is that like, it only makes you want to exclude her further. So that- she manifests that reality. Yeah. Couple things. One, I don't know why every couple has to do stuff with couples. I have friends who are in couples and I see the friend by themselves. Mm-hmm. It is nice to do stuff with couples. Um, she's got her own insecurities. If you really want to, you don't need to support your husband, by the way. He's a grown man. He can spend time with that guy and they should have their guy time. Like mm-hmm. it doesn't need to always have a girl there. You know, I wonder if you might do like a girl's day. With just her or with all the girls? All the girls to like form those bonds because it's funny, I actually recently wrote a script about it. Sometimes there's someone who's there and she's only there, but you probably wouldn't be friends with her otherwise, you know? And she's probably feeling insecure because you form these bonds and she is, she doesn't really fit in, you know? So rather than reinforce it, you attempt to do a thing, just them. One of my best friends just started dating a girl and we've had them over a couple of times and she seemed cool. So I was like, why don't you and I go out for dinner? That way I can get to know you as someone independent of a couple. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times with women, like, oh, our husbands are friends. Like there's no identity there. I'm like, I'd rather bond with you so that when we hang out, it's a more meaningful versus like, so how are you? Like, what shoes did you get? What co- is it cold outside? Um, so try that. But if she really is just, she's, it's clearly- just try to put yourself in her shoes for a second. Like she clearly doesn't feel included or left out or she's a crazy person. And since she's just a girlfriend, like, or so they got married, yeah. right? She's just feeling a little left out. So try to include, that's what I would do. I think the best thing to do would be like, let's do a girl's day. You know, you go to a park or you do it just, just with the girls so that you guys have your own experiences versus like just being through our husbands. And then at girl's day, if she says something horrible and racist, you can be like, oh, never mind. Careful. But also make sure that there's more than three of you because women can't do groups of three. No one's going to like that I said that, but it's always a two on one. Make sure it's an even number or like so people can group off, right? Um, you don't have to support your husband. He's a grown fucking man. Yeah. He can go get chips with Dan. And if the girl's being a bitch about it, you can just be like, I'm staying home. Like, it's fine. If he asks you to like have a dinner party with him, it's fine to be supportive that way. But you don't need to be there for every event. He's going to go get chips. Chips with Dan. Okay. Don't name the episode Chips with Dan. (laughs) Oh, Oh, it was already in the hopper. All right. Sammy says, what up? First off, Goodfellas. Goodfellas is also my favorite movie. It's the greatest. And I love how often you reference it. It's a little gross. It's a little sad. I'm a stay-at-home mom of four in my 30s. Oh my God, that's so many kids. As my girls enter their teen years, I've been using segments of your stand-up to introduce some more adult topics to facilitate important conversations, such as girl brain, girl group think, double standards, partying. If you you buy girl logic, please get them each their own (laughs) comment. 
be be cool. So since advice is always more reliable when it's coming from anyone that's not your mom, what's some of your best teenage girl advice? I don't know. That's so open-ended. You don't have anything? It, you know what? what it do doesn't you wish matter. Knew about you? It doesn't matter because here's why. Teenagers know everything. Mm. So it doesn't matter. And you know what? The, the older I get, the more I realize like you need to find things out for yourself. Like obviously like, don't touch a hot stove. Don't walk in a bad neighborhood alone. But like every girl thinks her situation is special. Every girl thinks her circumstances are unique. Every girl thinks it's really love. He's just not calling me back. And I think without these experiences, you can't get to a place where you really understand yourself and have any sage wisdom. So you can do it to your blue in the face, but like also, cause it's not a specific question. Mm-hmm. The older I get, the more I realize how much everyone thinks they already know everything. It really, I feel like advice is one of those things where like you just keep dispensing and every once in a while, the weirdest things stick. Mm-hmm. Cause I could tell them like, be confident, love yourself. But my whole bottom of the cob is about how bad I feel when I look at Instagram ads. So whatever. They are privileged to be growing up in the most inclusive of times. So in case they're ugly, just know that like the odds of you being bullied for that are way less than they were in the 90s. That's what you should threaten them with. I'll send you back to that. I'll kick you so hard you go back to the 90s when you were just an egg. Egg. Hey, Eliza, Emily, and Snow Peach. I need some advice as I just went through a breakup with a friend. For context, my friend and I had met six months ago. We had just moved to Indianapolis. A month ago, my friend invited me to go visit her mom with her. I was excited because it was in a tropical area and I hadn't in been Indianapolis? on- Indianapolis? I don't know. It's like an arboretum? And I hadn't been on vacation since COVID started. We go to where her mom lived and everything was fine the first day. However, that evening, her mom's true colors were shown. Her mom was a really bad drunk and that put a ghostly dark cloud over the rest of the weekend there. Her mom started fights with me, calling me a fat pig and other horrible things. When we got back, she straight ghosted me. Any advice? She still has some of my things, which I'd like back, even if we aren't going to be friends. Are you a fat pig? Is this your fault? No, Alec Baldwin. Um, so the issue is your friend had moved away and then she invited you to visit the mom in a tropical place. So her and this friend, <laughs> a friend she'd met six months ago, went to visit the friend's mom. So it was like hot and heavy with this friend. Like her and this friend, they were like, yeah, we're best friends. And they go to visit the friend's mom. And the mom's horrible And the mom to rips you. her a new one. They come back. She has not heard from the friend. How like, long has it been? It has been, it just says, let's see. Okay, three things happened. A month ago. Okay, you're never seeing that stuff again. So Is I would just important? kiss it goodbye. If it's expensive, get it back. Yeah, you can hire like a lawyer or something. Um, one of a couple of things happened. One, the friend is so mortified that yeah. she just can't talk to you. Two, the mom had a bunch of, like, I get that she called you a fat pig. Like, forget that part. Like, did you do something? Like, are you not telling us about your horrible behavior that made the mom go nuts? Like, what did you do? And so maybe the friend is embarrassed of you. But let's say you were a saint. The friend is either embarrassed about her mom or the friend also has those crazy fucking genes and you're seeing her true colors. Either way, just like love relationships, friendships do, as you said, burn hot and heavy. And then I've had friends who are like, oh my God, we hung out every day for like six months. And then we never talked. And I even have a friend that I went on a vacation with, never talked to her again. Um, And that's just a part of dating and friendship. So you're probably never gonna see that stuff again. Mm. If it really is important, I'm not talking like jeans I like then you can show up at the house and be like, I just want my stuff. Yeah, or even just like, hey, I'm going to be, can you put it outside for me? Yes, I'll, there like, you go. Just make, like, tell her exactly what to do to, to get it back. You're like, I just need it. Like, I don't want to make this uncomfortable. Think about if you really need that stuff because this is the universe giving you a clean break. Mm. She's like, it's my sleep apnea machine. It's my CPAP. <laughs> Hi, Eliza, Emily, and gang. I'm a 34-year-old female married to a 33-year-old male. Mm. And yes, I read that in Eliza's voice as I was typing. It was so like a robot when you're like 33 or 33, 34 engaging with younger male. I need your opinion on if I'm being a total brat. My husband and I had planned a vacation last June. Somewhere tropical. To go to Hawaii for a week-long vacation with his sister and her family who live in another state and we rarely get to see. We obviously didn't get to do so because of COVID. Right now, we have about... worth of airline ticket vouchers we have to use by the end of December. I would still love to go on vacation later this year after more folks have been vaccinated, but my husband has been resistant anytime I bring it up. 
He acts like he's just not certain it will be safe, and I don't think his sister and her family will be going, so it'll just be the two of us. Mm. What's annoying to me is I really feel like it's more about the fact the others aren't going, which makes me feel bad and boring. And when I bring up the tickets, he acts like it's not a big deal if we lose them. But $2,000 is a lot of money to me to just lose. Am I being a brat if I keep bringing this up in hopes he will change his mind? No, I feel like this is like a classic argument with husbands and wives. Like, you feel you're not being heard. He's like, I heard you. And now you're like, why am I a nag? And the reason you're a nag is because sitcoms have made it like, oh, my wife's nagging me. And the other side is like, well, fucking give me an answer. And I won't Do something. $2,000 is nothing to sneeze at. If he doesn't want to go on this trip, why isn't he calling to get it refunded to the card? Yes. And it sounds like he won't. So I think it's, I think you need to create the space where you say to him, I think it'd be really nice to take a romantic, no holds barred, every sexual position, fully nude vacation with you somewhere warm and tropical. However, I think he's bummed out that he wasn't going to get to see his sister and those kids. So you have to say to him, if it really, you have to remove your ego from it because you guys live together. Maybe he doesn't really care, whatever. I think he's mourning the loss of that trip. So say to him, be like, if you don't want to do this with me, then do you mind if I call to get these refunded? Or like, can I go with a friend? Hmm. I mean, if you really want to go with him, I just, you need to reach a conclusion. I don't think you're being a brat. I don't think, I mean, that is $2,000 you're losing. Yeah. So I I don't know what's wrong with him. And There's no way he's like that much in shock from like not seeing his sister unless he is having an affair with the sister's husband, which is plausible, which is the reason he's kept you two apart for so long because he doesn't want you to know that your husband is secretly effing a dude. Um, but it's, it's one of those things where it's like, you're making me be this way because you're not answering me. Yeah. So I just say, you're like, here's what we're doing right now. I would love to take this vacation with you and I will get these tickets. If you'd really prefer to wait and go with your sister, I'm going to return them. Those are the options. Yeah, unless, I mean, sometimes the airlines are jerks and they won't let you return it. In which case, he needs to get on the horn and fight them. Like, if you can't easily get them returned, he needs to go deep into a battle. Two thousand fucking dollars, Trey. Yeah. (laughs) Get off your John Deere and come talk to spirit. (laughs) I want to drink a margarita out of a conch shell. (laughs) Kick it. I want to eat an imported pineapple that they say is from there, but is not. I want a necklace made of flowers. I want to make lay puns. I want to order a bunch of Hawaiian shit that came from China. Do a hula dance with a white person leading it in the lobby. Have you seen the film? Just go with it. Next question. Okay. Cool. Thank you so much. Hey, Liza. I'm a fellow Eliza, but with an E. I'm not a nurse, but I am in grad school. I was wondering what your rankings of Sour Patch Kid flavor slash colors are. For me, lemon is first and blue is last. Just curious where you fall. Love the pod. It's tough. Over the years, it's changed. I think you got to go red first, green, yellow, blue, orange. Oh, no. I, I actively pluck the oranges out. If we're going classic flavors, that's the answer. I didn't even have to, I didn't even have to hesitate. Fall. I only ate it a couple times and I don't know what, I think it was white cherry. You guys can text in that answer to Sour Patch Kids. Um, and then they have their tropical flavors, which are not as satisfying. So that's the answer. Red is superior, but green is a close second, as long as you're also eating a red. And then you need a yellow to round it out. And then you got to finish with a blue. And then you're like, fine, I'll eat an orange because that's all that's left. <laughs> Hi, this is Anonymous. I have someone who I've been seeing for a while now, and she complains about not feeling good. Is but this a she, girl? The question asker? I believe so. Let me see. Female. Uh, Confirmed. I have someone who I've been seeing for a while now, and she complains about not feeling good, but she goes out almost every weekend. When I tell her she should <laughs> stay home because she is not feeling good, she tells me I am manipulative and controlling. Am I oh, doing God. something wrong, or should I just not care about her health so much? Thank you for everything. Peak lesbian relationship. What Maybe if I'm trying to help problem? you. Well, you're, and then she's like assigning all these like psychological issues to you. This girl's like, I feel so unwell. I gotta go party. And you're like, what? What? <laughs> yeah, but. The two are not mutually exclusive. But it's if it's every weekend, this girl needs to go to a doctor. Every weekend, she's like, I don't feel good. She's probably just really hungover. Uh, the, I would break up with this person. Here's why. Her being that aggressive with you trying to care is really like shitty. Like one of me like, all right, like I don't need it. Being like, you're manipulative, gaslighting me into my own health. That girl has some serious issues. Also, it doesn't sound like you're partying with her. 
No, she's going out. Where I are you? I would just break up with like, I wouldn't want to go out with someone who didn't feel well either. This person is an insurance claim waiting to happen. <laughs> yeah, get out of there. I also, like, Noah and I were a little bit older. I was like, oh, this hurts, this hurts. And we kind of just don't listen to each other at this point. But it is the definition of insanity, by the way. But also, she could be in, it could be where she's like, I'm going to be in pain anyway, so I may as well go out. We'll also go to the doctor. We don't know what hurts on this girl. Is it her foot? <laughs> is it her foot? Is it that extra baby foot she has? Kick it. Uh, you ready for Top of the Cop? I knew you were going to say Top of the Cop. It's the Top of the Cop. You're doing it right every day. You just take a bite. Top of the Cop. My Top of the Cop is that we went to the uh, Aquarium of the Pacific. Aquarium of the Pacific. And <laughs> that morning you met me at my house and I was going to tell you because I said <laughs> you were going to come with me to Long Beach to like help me with stuff. And I was going to tell you, you don't have to come. If you don't want to, just because I didn't want you to feel like you had to be in the car and you had to be pried out of my home and whatever. But you showed up that day wearing, what were you wearing? My Vaquita. An Aquarium of the Pacific shirt. Mm -hmm. So you were like a little kid who like got all dressed up to go on a field trip. (laughs) And it like broke my heart. Like what if I was just like, I don't want you going. And like you had dressed up for it. Like you you were excited for that day. My top of the cob was just how like bright eyed and bushy tailed you were in your little uniform. Ready to go. My uniform. Watch me thrive. <laughs> that'll be, you know what? That'll be my top. It was very cute. Okay. Did you have another top you said or you have two bottoms? Yeah, I was feeling really, sometimes you're just kind of out of energy. And so yesterday, rather than fight it, I took out a Honey Mama's bar, which are these tasty um, like cacao bars that you keep in the refrigerator that I love, mm-hmm. that I tell myself are really healthy because they're made with honey. Um, and I got in bed in the daylight, got in bed with Chan Fu, like right on my knees. And I ate, the chocolate in bed, and I watched conspiracy theory videos for about three hours. Nice. Yeah. I'm not any smarter for it, but I know a bunch of weird stuff with a lot of holes in it. Kick it. Uh, my top of the cob is I have in my mind, once a month I, at least, I think I could fight this person online, and mm. I think it would be a good time, but I don't. And it's an actress who, at first glance, you'd be like, oh, Emily must love that actress, but she's like a super Trump, like conservative, like conspiracy theorist, like like the bananas kind that's like, they're, they're touching kid, like Biden's, t- you know what I mean? Like full out crazy Pizza actress. Gate. Pizza gate. Yeah, like that kind of person where she's just constantly Pizza like party. retweeting like slurs about people. Uh, but she's she's right in my wheelhouse of like she had a lot of movies in the nineties. Mm, who was it? I, I'm not gonna say her name. I don't want Does her to come after me. I'm scared of her. Bara Feed. No. Okay. No, she's not politically a maniac. This person is a political maniac, and I will watch any movie she does. And just sit there and like hate watch it. Oh yeah. And I got a new one of her movies that I did not knew it's old, but I got it in the mail and I just sat down and watched it. I was like, I hate that. And I just pulled up her Twitter that I don't Ooh. follow and scrolled through it. And yeah. I was like, I hate this yeah. woman. And I just can't, she's always fighting with Alyssa Milano because she's like, Alyssa Milano, you were in all these trash. Is Alyssa movies. Milano fighting with her though? No, not at all. Right. But she's like, you were in trash. And it's like, I have the movie where you did a threesome. So you were in some trash, buddy. And I have the movies to prove it. Oh, you're that fan. I got receipts. No, I would I've never say teeth. anything, but I constantly- so Is this a top of the cup? It's my top of the cup. I love thinking about one day, I, I'm just going to tweet at or something really mean. No, you're not. You're not happy. You don't, unless I push you to that, you don't have that. <laughs> but I love thinking about it because she's so, I just love once a month checking in on this person I hate. Oh, I do too. The problem is, and I'm writing about this right now, how like the internet has removed your ability to be curious because if you're like, I just want to see what that is. They're like, oh, you must love this. You're like, no, no, don't want to see any more real housewives info. They're like, well, you said one time. I'm like, I get it. It was a while ago and it was a mistake. Uh, yeah, I followed her for a second and then I was like, I can't be following this person yeah. who posts such hate. There's like, no I such can't. thing as a hate follow because you're no. giving them time and energy. Yeah. Wait, do you want to hear? It should be a bottom of the cob and it has to do with Alyssa Milano. And it was really just more me embarrassing myself. Oh, no. She yeah. does like a lot of like political events and she had, <laughs> she had set up like a war room and it had to do with. Um, are you allowed to be talking about this publicly? Yeah, yeah. Okay. She had set up like a war room to discuss the Equal Rights Amendment, mm-hmm. just about women's rights. And and so it was this room, it was like a, a Zoom where mm-hmm. all these people were speaking. And I was like, okay, I'm, I'm interested. I'd like to just know things that I don't know. Yeah. Um. So I got it. I don't know. I don't remember who invited me, but I was like, okay, I'll go. These are legit people. And I mm-hmm. just want to hear this. So I log on. And it was like, it's whatever, five o'clock. And I logged on like 4.49 and they have to let you in the room. And I had my 
camera off and the guy, the admin lets me in and there's like several hundred people in there and everyone's just sitting there and he goes, Alyssa? And I go, it's Eliza. And he goes, no, he's like, we're waiting for Alyssa Milano. I'm like, oh my fucking God, the one time in my life that I like just assume I always, but I, I'm like, it's usually they're saying it wrong. Every doctor's appointment, every roll call. And he's like, not you. <laughs> and then I just muted it. And then I, I watched for like 15 minutes and I was like, this isn't giving me the info I want. I you were too traumatized. Oh my, not you. The really famous other <laughs> pronunciation of a similar name that we're all here to see. Not we're you. all waiting on. It's Eliza. Um, no, he wasn't rude about it, but it was just like, oh God. Yeah. 100% of the time, they're like, oh, I meant to say Eliza. And this one time they're like, uh, no. Yeah, yeah. Because it's like, of course, like they don't know how many times a day somebody says Eliza or whatever. They don't and get you it. just respond. Like you're so ingrained to, for you to just respond to any sound that's similar at this point. Um, I'll keep that as my bottom of the cob. Well, you can have, okay, you don't want to, I thought you okay. had two. Yeah, You do okay. as many as you do your other one. Duble bottom? Yeah. No, you go and then I'll end it. Because okay. yours is going to be about a cat or an actor. Okay, it won't be about a when cat. When is it going to be about a real world thing? This is a real world thing. So I have to get repairs made to my car. And why? I realized- And why is that, Emily? Because there's an engine oil leak. Where And where does it leak primarily? Out the front. On your driveway. On my driveway. Don't no. tell people they're going to walk up and down the streets looking for leaks. Yes, surely it's just me. Um, And it's an expensive repair, which is not my bottom of the cob, although I'm- not happy about it. But my bottom of the cop is that it's going to be like a two-day thing. And, you know, mechanics are only Oof. open for like a couple hours on Saturday. So I'm like, oh, I'll probably there. drop it off tomorrow or the next day. And then I'm like, but the the worst part is I hate, I hate relying on Uber. So like I'm going to then Uber to work. I'm going to Uber home. I'm going to Uber wherever, Lyft, whatever. Whatever one I'm supposed to use is the one I use. Mm -hmm. But I hate not being in control. I don't like being picked up from my home. Like, I don't like when I'm meeting you friends. I don't want to be picked up. I right. want to be I driving. Exclusively in I want to be in charge of what's happening. I don't like getting in a lift. I want to never be drunk and never have fun. <laughs> it just really, Lame. it really stresses me out. So it's like, I don't like that I'm getting my car repaired, but I'm more upset that I'm going to have to lift and or Uber. <laughs> this is such a first world. You and the girl that are afraid to go to work. Like there are people whose homes are being bombed. Well, my, you don't want my bottom of the cob that Gracie's going to the vet tomorrow. She's okay. That's okay. That can be your bottom of the cob. <sighs> she barfed four days, four days in a row, four barfs in four days. I hope she's okay just because I want you to be okay. Because <laughs> you know that if she's not okay, it's the end. I don't want to talk about it. She barfed a little bit in my bed. She barfed a little bit in my mouth. <laughs> but I thanked her. I would. What's my other order? bottom of the cob, your your cat's fine. Pets throw up. She's fine. Tianfu gotta... has... threw up all over the back of my car last Tian week. Tianfu gets carsick like me. Yeah, she's just baby. Um, yeah, you got carsick on the way to the aquarium. I mean, all of a sudden, my assistant couldn't do any work. She's just like, please. I can't look don't at talk a, to I me. can't look at anything I in the car. Only look at my phone. Insta close. Oh yeah. Um, I was oh like, yeah. You mentioned this, so you got to do it. You know, it's still like COVIDy, and like things aren't totally normal. Everything's like limited, and so it's like I wanted to buy an outfit for something, and so I'm on Instagram, and it's tough. I am an intelligent woman, but you look at Instagram pictures, and you're like, oh, maybe I could wear that. You can't. Uh, a pair of jeans for $50? No, they're going to be terrible. It, it's not about like, oh, I need Versace. But like if a garment is under $90, chances are it's made by very tiny hands, uh, somewhere not safe. And it's absolute trash, which is why it's only $90. And then you go on these sites and like every, you forget almost, it's like they have plus size models or they're five nine. And they're like a B cup at most. And that's great if you look like that, but it leads uh, typical looking women to think like, oh, I can fit in that. My boobs cannot fit in anything. Every tank top, it's like, yeah, but you need a bra. None of these girls are wearing bras. Every girl is tan. And so they sell these like Kanye Kim colors that are like terracotta, cream, like stuff that makes me look like I have tuberculosis. <laughs> and it's tough because they look so great. But then you remember like, this isn't for you. These are for like, <laughs> these are for small chested, very tall women. And it's really hard to gauge, like, how is this going to look on me? Mm -hmm. um, even if you love it, it's like, well, just size it up. And it's like, okay, it's still for a very small girl. So it's really frustrating. And it's like, or you're plus size. It's like, or I'm an average body in the middle. 
and I want something that is that is fitting me correctly. A lot of models too don't wear the clothes correctly even in the post. Like a thing that has a cut built in is not supposed to cut your boob in half. Mm. They're like, just wear it. And it's like, cool, if you're 20, like you can just do that. But I want to wear a bra. I've always wanted to wear a bra. That bothers me. And I felt a little bit of retribution. There was a high-end clothing store. They showed me an ad for a sneaker. And it was a really cool looking sneaker. The problem is the sneaker was in white. I don't do white shoes because it makes your leg look even shorter. Mm. So if you wear a light color shoe or you wear a light color pant and a black shoe, it cuts you off at the ankle. That's why you always want to do same color shoe, like black pants, black shoes, because it extends the leg. Like your eye just keeps going. No one's ever going to think I have long legs, but I'd rather not look like I have like giant toddler legs. And it was this really high-end sneaker that I was like, wow, that'd be a really cool sneaker. And then I looked in the comment section and almost everyone was like, would love to see what this looks like on a thick leg. Would love to see what this looks like on a shorter girl. Would love to see. Yeah. And it was kind of like they got their number. They were like, you, your legs would have to be so long to wear this white high top sneaker yeah. and not look a little weird. And so I like that people were writing that versus yeah. like, oh, I can do it. Because they make you think like, oh, a model can wear it. Should be fine on you. And your thick thighs. Anyways. You always got to look at those comments when you you're got to Instagram shopping. And I always like bitter ones. Like, I reached out to customer service. They didn't get back to me. I'm <laughs> no. like, well, it's because you're a bitch. <laughs> you ever think about that? Anyways, I'm not getting They were like $300 sneakers too. They're like, these are the only sneakers you'll ever need. I'm like, that's because you can't afford anything else. Right, that's it for them. you. <laughs> Please like, subscribe, but only if it's, only give us stars if it's five stars. I'm not interested <laughs> in three stars. And I'm not interested like, oh, Here's some advice. If you have constructive no, criticism, just DM it. Tear a woman down, building an empire. Totally One right. episode at a time. Please keep writing in your questions, even though uh, my tone often belies how excited I am to hear you all. It's kind of like Tianfu who growls at everyone, but she's sweet baby girl. Mm-hmm. We love hearing from you guys. We love answering your questions. And that was Ask Eliza Anything. Share it with a friend. Uh, just leave it playing. Grab your grandma's phone and subscribe. Take a friend's phone and just subscribe. All we need to show is that people are subscribing. Even if it's the same six of you writing in about mm-hmm. your best friend that you hate. And get your tickets at eliza.com slash tour. That tour is kicking off. Yeah. It's going to be in Florida and then the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. Grab your tickets. Do not DM me. Where are you coming to my... It's all very Here's public the thing, information. Anything to do with ticketing, Eliza has no access. Yeah, I have no Like access. the venues individually each carry it out. I, I don't have your money. She and I here in our room together can't... We don't have everyone's thousands of tickets here in a little Rolodex, so. So, yeah, I'm just counting your money. So come on out. Come see me. I always post about local shows, and I give you guys kisses. Don't. Right on the mouth. <laughs> Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. If a friend asks how you're doing, and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because, If I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call. Text or chat 988 for free confidential support anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel.